Andrew, how are you doing, sir? Great. I was rescheduled for 11, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. To be in this moment of releasing the book, how did you picture it as you were starting to put things together in that first chapter? Because so many times as writers, we like to dream and dream big. Because even Gene Simmons says, if you don't think it's larger than life, nobody else will think it either. Putting together the first chapter? Yes, sir. uh, Well, I actually put it together kind of all at once. (laughs) There's... Yeah, there's a vague idea when, you know, when the idea for the book is born, like you have a vague idea of the ending and maybe something in the middle comes up and then you adjust the beginning to account for all of that. It's, you know, an organic process with a lot of push and pull. To find the action, because, I mean, so many authors and things like that, they've, they've got to see the action inside their imagination first. But when you when you take your readers into a moment like that, I mean, it, it's like a surreal adventure. And, and, and it would just be a moment to just kind of savor forever. How do you get into that into that zone? It's, uh, okay, the way I get into the zone mm-hmm. is to get bored out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's where... A lot of the best material I ever came up with was uh, sitting in a university lecture hall, bored out of my mind, or, (laughs) you know, waiting for a bus, waiting for friends. It's just when you give yourself the opportunity to allow your mind to wander and go different places and also just never stop consuming different sources of inspiration listen to podcasts watch documentaries uh you never know where you're going to come up with new ideas yeah i'm so glad that you brought that up because many times on iHeartRadio, i always call myself the silent wolf i'm sitting underneath the the branches of a tree and i'm just watching life i'm taking it all in would you say you're a silent wolf as well kind of yeah i'm a little bit of a introvert by nature nice and I mean, I I like other people. I like being around mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing people watching and taking it all in. So, yeah, wow. certainly. Yeah, you know what's what's interesting about your energy? You, you call yourself like a somewhat of an introvert, but you're not afraid to bring reality onto that stage. That to me is that that's courage and confidence. Oh yeah, I mean, I I like speaking my mind. I like being honest and genuine and just calling it how I seize it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, beyond it's a wacky, fantastical world set in the afterlife and it's got ghosts and spooks, but (laughs) you know, it's, it's all, it's a grim reality of the real world. It's holding up this big mirror and showing like, okay, here's, here's some of the flaws and warts and all of the world we live in. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's one thing I'm not afraid of is the afterlife. I mean, if you could see this studio, I've got ashes, I've got Native American spiritual tools in here. I mean, it's that, and maybe that's the reason why I'm so drawn to your writing and and the way that you bring your 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 graphic novels together is the fact that it's like, yes, this is someone who speaks my street. Hmm. It's yeah. I mean, I like all taking the uh, all different cultures mm-hmm. and imagery and pulling inspiration so beyond 
I'd say primarily the afterlife is maybe inspired by Beetlejuice. <laughs> just the just the the different colors and the all the these different people of different backgrounds kind of being crammed together. Um, but certainly, it's like okay, how can I? take inspiration from Hinduism how can I take inspiration yes. from Christianity and just kind of take all the parts that I think are the most interesting from all of them and yeah. it's like well yeah there's there's truth in all of it that's so funny you bring that up because you know being down here in the south the southern part of the state you know this, this is bible belt country people always ask me so what do you study I said I study it all and now I'm on the phone with Andrew who also studies it all he's very much aware of what's around us yeah I I like the world yep and I like history and I like science it's um my advice for readers would be never stop learning, never stop growing, always be curious, always kind of fan the flames of that inner child of yours. When, when, you, when you bring a story like this together, how, when, a, a graphic novel to me is so far greater than a comic book, only because I, w I don't want the comic book to end. Yes, a graphic novel does have an ending, but I have something larger than life that I'm holding. What, I mean, how, how long does it take to put something like this together? Because, I mean, it is a very long-form story. Yes, beyond, I worked on it between 2015 and 2017. Oh my God. And during that time, it was basically a full-time job during that period. I was a really lousy student, by the way. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, it takes a lot of commitment and you do reach a wall at some point, but it's about having a good work schedule and just commitment really you you don't see drawing as a profession you still see it as a hobby that's really interesting i mean yeah even though i i work drawing all day i work for an animation studio i got my side gig making web comics and doing commissions online oh. so it's i live and breathe art but it's <laughs> kind of you know, if you do what you love, then you're not going to work a day in your life. So true. So true. I have an iHeartRadio channel that's called Creativity is the Addiction. Do you believe that it's an addiction? Oh, for me, certainly. <laughs> I am a bit of a workaholic. Yep. <laughs> I'm a bit of a workaholic, and I definitely need to find a better work-life balance. I need to make time for other hobbies, but uh, I mean, it's not the worst position for me to be in right right yeah because like, like you said you're doing what you love I mean that's that's like me and radio I mean I've been in this business for 44 years and people go when are you gonna retire and I said I'm not telling that 14 year old kid inside of me that I'm gonna retire that kid still has fire oh no 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 yeah if you still have that passion and drive like hold on to that and don't let go would you say, Andrew, that you are a pioneer in the way of doing web comics? Because when I was growing up, there was no such thing as web comics. Me? I'd, I'd say I'm like the second generation of webcomic artists. I, I started making content in the early 2010s. Oh. And certainly there was people in the 2000s and even the 90s that came before me. 
and I drew inspiration from a lot of them. Um, viewers out there, if you're familiar with Gun Show Comics and Casey Green or Saturday Morning Breakfast Cereal, like those are some of my biggest inspirations, and those guys are very well established and were around at least a decade before me. How do you how do you keep that content going? Because so many times people say, oh, I'm going to do this. And yeah, you get or I'll give you a good example. Someone that wants to do a podcast, they'll do seven episodes and then they'll stop. And it's like, no, that's not a podcast. It's got to be the same thing for online comics as well or even writing graphic novels. You've got to keep pushing the buttons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Step one, don't have hobbies. Step two, don't have friends. No, no, no. Um, I started making content uh, while I was still in high school. And I went through an experimental phase where I was kind of testing my limits and seeing what I could do every single week. And... Yeah, I I played around with that for half a year and I got into a comfortable groove and it's like, all right, I can do one comic strip or one page every week or so. Okay, this is a good, steady, regular upload speed. (laughs) Um, And, you know, the internet and the algorithm demands consistency and demands at least a weekly. So if you can pull that off, that's great. And then the rest kind of evolves from there where once I get good enough and once my skills are developed, it's like, okay, I can squeeze something else in there. Time to work on beyond. This is every bit the reason why I created View from the Writing Instrument on iHeartRadio. And the reason being is because we get we get to read your words, we get to see the pictures that you paint, but but we don't get to hear your story. And today you're sharing that. And that's because I want listeners to go, oh my God, I live his life, but I hide all the stuff that I create. It's a lot of people don't have the opportunity to create, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I came from a, a pretty privileged middle-class middle, middle class background, so I had the opportunity to kind of create, but obviously, you know, if you're struggling and you need to work a, a number of jobs, so I, you know, I kind of got lucky Yeah, yeah, yeah. in a few ways, but it's also now that I'm out and on my own and, uh, you know, I got to pay rent and pay the bills and get groceries. <laughs> you got to put on your big boy pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a kid anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm more sympathetic to other people, I guess, but yeah. I I got a good start. Yeah, yeah. I got a good start, and then I was able to establish myself. I had the, the breathing room and the wiggle room to experiment with art, and then... That's kind of propelled me in the position I am now. Oh, I love where your heart is. Where can people go to find out more about you, to support you, to give you love? Because knowing you, you probably have things that they can purchase and they can add to their own personal lives. Yes. I. So I have the books, obviously. Uh, people can buy Beyond. Uh, everything you need to know about me can be found at jollybiscuit.com. I have a store page where you can find my books. Um, and, and some prints and posters. I have an about page with all my social media and all the different places you can read my comics. 
So jollybiscuit.com. I love it, man. Please come back to this show anytime in the future, Andrew. The door is always going to be open for you. Absolutely. I'm working on a science fiction, so <laughs> fingers crossed I can maybe get that done within the year. All right, man. I expect to have that phone call. Absolutely. All right, man. Will you be brilliant today, okay? You too. Yeah, take care.